All Over the Road New Orleans is brought to you by Coin Trader Inc. Mind your money and recorded in front of a live studio audience. Let's say le bouton roule. Who that, baby? Saints football was born right here, appropriately enough, on All Saints Day, November 1st, 1966. It was brought upon by Senator Hale Boggs, but not many people know that this used to be the site of Gerard Street Cemetery, all Protestant cemetery built in 1822, and it was demolished in 1957. But not all the bodies were exhumed and placed to another cemetery. Trader Studio to bring in it live. And who am I? I go by the name of Darkest Night. And Jada Hoyos is the one who brings a sick beat. To which we're getting pumped for topics this week. Cause I need to grab my great soda and take a sip. While I turn it over to Katie Nick's head and Vic. It's all over. We're all over the road. We got a brand new show. So just lo and behold. From the bayou to the city to the burps of the swamps. You better know what time it is when you're hearing that. It's another All Over the Road podcast from New Orleans, the Big Easy. This is the King of All Podcasting for Cadell Toro. Bestowed upon me by J.P. Powers and Associates. Teddy's to my left. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Crosby, straight across. I don't think they can hear the music on TikTok. No, they can't hear the music. We heard a lot clear in our headphones. They can't hear this on TikTok, but anyway. Kyle Crosby, ladies and gentlemen, studio audience, Kyle Crosby. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Now, Teddy, uh, tell us a little bit. Now, Kyle is an amazing, he's really kind of an amazing guy. I'm excited to have him here. I really am. He's a big guy, too. He's a big guy. A lot bigger in person than on TikTok. He sure is. (laughs) We've never met... Kyle, we really literally met him like five minutes ago when he knocked on the door here at the Coin Trader Studios five minutes ago. But I'm flipping through TikTok. I guess it was last night or the night before. I don't know. And I can't remember. But uh, I see I see uh, Kyle and um, he's talking about New Orleans. Got my attention. And I'm like, I'm going to the next one. You know, and you, you know, he's telling all these stories about New Orleans from the from uh, the Superdome to the to Lake Pontchartrain. To, I mean, you name it. He's probably done a story about uh, something around New Orleans. I'm like, this guy's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, next thing I know, he's live on TikTok. Okay. Like we are. <laughs> and right I, where were you then? It was two nights ago, I guess. Yeah. And you were, it looked like you were in a bar drinking a beer or something. That's it. That's it, bro. I was at the Bulldog and I was just I was enjoying <laughs> yeah. the rest of my day. Okay. Just sitting down, relaxing. I said, you know what? I'm going to go live. I'm going to see if people have some questions. Uh, yeah. I could just answer it on the fly, enjoy a beer. Anybody wants to have a beer with me on live, y'all feel free to. And, Sure enough, you, you chimed yeah. in. And it looked like people were asking you questions. What I, I looked like you had a couple thousand people watching. Yeah, it was fun. Because I think, fun. if I'm not uh, mistaken, don't you have like 35, 40,000 people following you on, on TikTok? Yeah, we got 38 now. Yeah. So, so, so thanks, so that, everybody, by the way. Thank yeah. y'all. So that makes you an influencer, right? Are you an influencer? No, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. say I'm an influencer. I influ- I like to, hey, influenced me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like to just, just say I'm, I'm more of like, I just want to share Right. And kind of promote the culture. But the, yeah. title, already the title influencer comes from followers, right? What's the number? Yeah, what do you got to have? A- I don't know. Uh, I know um, the last time we checked, it was like a micro influencers, anything I, less than I don't know, Kyle, because I know somebody, um, forget her name, but she's, she's from Baton Rouge. She's got about 10,000. 
15,000 mm-hmm. and she's getting paid to buy yeah. somebody yeah. a company to say, you know, I wear this jewelry or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. It's <laughs> yeah, Katie's some, got a friend like that. My yeah. daughter. Yeah, so, Hey, you know, you got 35,000. So he's on tick. Whoops. He's on TikTok live <laughs> the other night. And so I'm like, Hey man, you need to come on our podcast. And he's like, well, yeah, but what, what, what's the name of it? And I go all over the road, New Orleans. And he's like, send me an email. So right. I did. And here he is. Well, you know, what we promised is our fourth season, Kyle, in case you don't know. Yeah. And what we promise people every year is we're going to get more stories, more stories, more stories. Mm-hmm. But before we get into the stories that you're going to tell, because I've got the one about Lake Pontchartrain, you got to tell. Oh, sure. I mean, that's awesome. And then, of course, a lot of people know about the Superdome, but you really go into detail about the whole Superdome project. So we're going to go into that, too. But first off, what a lot of people don't know is Kyle is from Grand Isle. And mm-hmm. Grand Isle, now let me tell you something. When I first got into the radio business, this is way before you were born, okay? <laughs> My first job was at KLEB in Golden Meadow. No way. Okay, no, that's right. <laughs> you've been through there. It's right on LA1. It's that little shack, you know, right behind Randall's restaurant. Have you been to Randall's? Who oh, do you know? Who sure. do you know in LaFood? Do you know the Cheremies? Do you know the. That's, that's my people. That's my, my mama's, my mama's grandma's main name was Cheremie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, bro. We all right? related. You now know? you know Randall then. You know Randall. <laughs> Not personally, but okay. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I know of Randall. I mean, I know. Randall. What about the Egglays? You know the Egglays? John Egglay? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, what no. about some do-friends? You know some do-friends? Buku do-friends. Buku do-friends. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> of course, do-friends bakery is what made me a fat man oh, yeah. originally. I became a fat man because of <laughs> do-friends, do-friends <laughs> bakery. Same, yeah. Yeah. I used to do the, I started off doing the, mid, the graveyard chef, midnight to six. Yeah. And I'd get off at six, go right to do friends. And they used to give me the donuts. I didn't have to pay for them. They give them to yeah. me. Now the do friends that I knew, uh, these are before your time, uh, is like, do you, do you know what John yeah. do friend? John. No. He's a real outdoorsman type. No, okay. I'm bad with names, bro. Okay. I'm terrible. With okay. Names. But anyway, I got a lot of peeps down there. So you're from Grand Isle, which is very interesting. Now this, our audience is a global audience, but they're interested in things of New Orleans. And we don't just talk about New Orleans. We talk about whatever people are talking about. We hope we do that mm-hmm. within the means that we have, you know, we put up regular content and finding content's hard. So mm-hmm. you're good content. You're very good content. Did I tell you that, Kyle? You're good content. Good Appreciate content. that. Okay. Content. So now, um. It's got a lot of it too. <laughs> Y'all heard him. That's, that's, like that's like an Elvis move. Before we get too far into yeah. it, just say, how do you find how are you found on TikTok or, you or just search, social media? Just search Louisiana Dread, um, L-O-U-I-S-I-A-N-A, mm-hmm. Dread, D-R-E-A-D. All right, now, so what's okay. the, where's the Dread come from? What's the yeah, significance what is that? of the I was wondering dread. about that. So initially, it, it, the whole thing started by... Here's accent is cool, is it? Down the lane. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Hey, Down yeah. the lane. That's yeah, the thing. I love it. T-G-Y. Remember they used to have the T-G... <laughs> T- what is the T-G-N-Y. It? T-G-N-Y. But they, they, they would just say the T-G-Y. Yeah. They yeah. would leave a, a letter That's out. Go down the lane to the T-G-I. Shit. But they loved me, dude. They loved me. Thank yeah. God. Because yeah. they don't. You're in a You'd have been flown down to buy it. Yeah. Load of trouble. <laughs> You'll be it's doing true. a story about you know, yeah. there was there was this DJ. Yeah. 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 So so um, go ahead. But no, the dread, where does that come from? It started just a kind of um organically in terms of like Louisiana culture, Louisiana history, and I wanted to mm-hmm. do something that would educate people. And what I was kind of focused on at the time was horror and Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, right. that type of stuff. So I wrote a 10-episode horror anthology series specifically on Louisiana culture. Uh-huh. And just one episode about the Rougarou, one about the Axeman, one about the this Rougarou. and that. The Rougarou. You know? That's so, the Bigfoot. That's the Bigfoot. That ain't no Bigfoot, bro. That's the Swamp Monster. You thinking okay. of... Uh, Bigfoot. Well, I know I'm thinking of Bigfoot, but I'm, telling, I'm trying to relate to Teddy. He yeah. didn't know what the guru was. I knew because I lived down there. They yeah, would talk about that. I don't that. know. That's new There's to a me. swamp monster oh, yeah, down yeah. there, Teddy. Yeah? There really yeah. is. He's they got been a couple seen. Of them, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so they th- started doing that, and then just mm-hmm. dread with horror, and it's oh, just kind okay. of that, Got it. Got that it. suspense and that that twist at the end. It mm-hmm. just kind of associated with every uh, episode. So okay, so you started with the videos on TikTok. Was it like May of twenty one? That's what the. Or was it before that? This was no. This was recent. Um, I was really. But I went back on your TikTok page, and uh, the oldest one I could see was maybe May. Yeah, twenty one. It, it wasn't like it was really yeah. just. I was just kind of experimenting with TikTok. I have okay. no idea how to use. it. I still don't know how to use it. Y'all can probably see everybody from on the live. <laughs> well, thirty eight thousand people know. How to yeah. use it. They all. They, they know that yeah. I don't know how to use it pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But they. they uh, yeah, I just started posting randomly, and then yeah. we really got serious where we tried to do everything in a scheduled format, mm-hmm. and I just started posting weekly. And I just found, you know, yeah. that much more easier. Well, there's so many stories to tell. Yeah, Louisiana, of course. Right? So so do you work by yourself on that or you have some other no. people with you? No, I have a team with me. Um, it's myself, uh, okay. Michael Malley, some, uh, Samantha Rohr. Uh, I have Natasha Durr and um, mm-hmm. I have Joshua Wood. Just a, a bunch of different people in all different fields that we all kind of get together and and mm-hmm. uh, they'll film me talking and I'll do all the writing <laughs> and the research, of course. Well, but, you need to add a Charles Claire and a Lede. <laughs> I agree, and they need to come yeah. talk to me. Yeah. I want to get yeah. more okay. and Cheremis and Gautros. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what I was going to say before is, mm-hmm. is that Grand Isle is this place. It's an island, and um, they have taken it in the face on so many hurricanes. Yeah. And but they're so resilient. He's coming back, coming back. It's a community where they ride, you know, golf carts around. And the big event there is the Tarpon Road, which I believe is going on uh, last, last weekend. Just, uh, yeah. just happened right? this past weekend. Yeah. 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 So, um, but look, we're going to get into some Kyle. So we're going to take a quick break. All right. Yeah. And we're going to come back and get into some of uh, Kyle's stories because, of course, we promise you more stories, more stories, more stories. Went all over the road. The podcast, New Orleans, continues. Got a story? Got a comment? Call the AOTR listener line. Toll free 601-768-8366. Every year during the last weekend in July, fishermen come from all over the world to attend the Grand Isle Tarpon Rodeo. Starting on Thursday, the rodeo allows fishermen to travel many miles offshore and compete with others to see who can reel in the biggest fish in a particular category. Now, Tarpon Rodeo not only appeals to sports junkies and charter fishermen, the island also plays host to numerous parties and outdoor concerts during the weekend. I don't care what people tell you, inflation is here. They're about ready to put a tax on beef, a tax on pork. Have you seen the price of milk? Inflation is here. Shortages are here. And financially, you got to figure out what the heck you're going to do with excess cash. They call it discretionary income. Well, the best thing that you need to do is to contact our friends at Coin Trader Inc. They deal with all the precious metals, rare coins. It's completely private. You don't need a social security number. You could be Bozo the Clown and open an account with Coin Trader. They've been around for 15 years. They have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today and protect your hard earned wealth gold, silver, platinum, palladium and rare U.S. and ancient coins. They're experts in all that stuff. Give them a call at 504-267-6004 and tell them the king of all podcasts sent you. From the Crescent City and for the world, this is All Over the Road, New Orleans. Okay, we're back with Kyle Crosby. Teddy found him. You know, it's I the, found him on TikTok. It's the, yes, I did. And we're live on TikTok, and Teddy and I have never been on TikTok. Never. We don't even have a TikTok page. I don't, do you think we should have one, Kyle? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Should I dress better? I'm wearing a Superman t-shirt. Absolutely not. No. Perfect. <laughs> By the way, kids, I'm not Superman. And don't try this at home. <laughs> right. All right, so Kyle, Teddy found him. was a great find. Yeah. You know, it's a struggle every week to do these podcasts for four seasons and find content. And when you get some good content, you got to milk it. So we're going to sure. milk this. Yeah. Now, uh, Kyle... 
the, we one of the videos that I saw of you was a story about Lake Pontchartrain and Lake. Before you get into about Lake Pontchartrain, let me tell you a quick story about me and Lake Pontchartrain. I used to live in Kenner, and they used to have Jefferson Downs Racetrack. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. Of course you would be. Well, now it's uh, you know a bunch of houses, man. There's some of yeah, Gabriel. condos and yeah. stuff. Like no, that. no, it's not. They're houses. Houses. Okay. But what I used to do is I used to take, I'd go in a pair of shorts and I'd go out there in a pair of shorts and my fishing uh, rod. All right. And, a, and, you know, a lure, usually a worm or something, you know, or a jig or something mm-hmm. and a popping cork. And I'd go out there and I'd fish trout because I could wade out two, three hundred yards. It's yeah. waist deep. I'd walk out there. Well, one time and when I would catch the fish, I had them on a stringer swimming around on my belt loop. So I, so I had five or six trout just swimming around. No, I'm stupid. You know, I'm like baiting. So all of a sudden this thing comes in front of me Bro. and I'm telling you, I know it was a manatee. Mm. A manatee, because <laughs> it was the biggest thing I've ever seen. It just, and it kind of came and like rolled. Yeah. You know, and I said, oh my God, you should see me run out of the fisher flap and I'm running. Get me break it down. <laughs> okay. So you did a story. I saw one of your videos on Lake Pontchartrain that I thought was fascinating. Now, before you get going, and I will say this to you people, Lake Pontchartrain is what you call a brackish saltwater lake. Okay, so it's, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like most of your lakes that are in salt water. It's man-made, right? Uh, well, go ahead. I don't think no, no, it's it not man-made. No, I... it's an estuary. It's not, okay. it's not even a lake. Because when you talk about lakes, and it's a lagoon. It's a lagoon, yeah. Right. So, ah. but manatees, they were there, bro. They, bull sharks, they got all kind of stuff in that lake. But the thing that I was most fascinated about just doing the research is that it's only uh, 12 feet on average. Now right. they got deep, much deeper parts. They got obviously more shallow, but twelve mm-hmm. feet on average. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't kind of compute, especially when you're talking about like, well, the, the size of it. Like, we, did we say that it's like twenty six no. miles across? Oh, no, right? yeah, but it's six hundred square miles. Which yeah, is, yeah. It's like, but it, yeah, the it's bridge, massive. the Causeway Bridge, is what twenty six miles, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something across. like just 20, so 24, 25. Yeah, well, it's you know what it is? It's it's five dollar. Is what it is. <laughs> Find out. Find out get you one get your side to the other. There. Well, growing yeah. up in Chicago, this is kind of stupid, but but I always thought that that uh, New Orleans was on the Gulf because of a Lake lot of Pontchartrain. people think that. Yeah, and I thought that till the day I moved here and I came here for a radio job at B ninety seven in nineteen eighty yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, people said, no, no, the Gulf is like you know hundred miles away. What? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and that's when I tell people that I'm from, like, I just say, oh yeah, I'm from New Orleans, or whatever, just to, because yeah. no one, I say Grand Isle, or I say La Rose, or I say Down to Bay, they have no idea what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and I say, oh, where's that? I say, you know, about two hours south of New Orleans, mm-hmm. and they lose their minds. They think, oh, what, there, there's something down there, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, and I, I will argue this to the day I die with everybody on this little screen here, y'all here, <laughs> the causeway, it is the longest bridge in the world over water continuously yeah i've heard that i've heard that so many people dispute it and they just say no it's not no it's not and well they dispute it because you know new orleans they could have been lying about it maybe it's 20 miles and they say it's 26 you never know (laughs) right yeah Yeah. do you i mean y'all have driven call boxes all along yeah especially when you lose you lose sight of land at a certain point and it's about for eight miles or so so you you really get that sense of, you know, being alone on, especially if you're driving at night. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. a lot of people, especially when they first built it in the 60s and the 70s, they would, it was they would just lose too. their mind. It was two-way, too. Oh, yeah. Because you only had the one bridge. Now they got the twin, they got two, mm-hmm. they got two bridges. Right. Yeah. And they got two lanes going one way, two lanes going the other. One side's the bumpy side, one side's the smooth side. Right. With, you know, because that one's like Which 30 one's years smooth? younger than the other, <laughs> 40 years younger. It's crazy. Um, my wife, who's, who's lived in Louisiana since she's about 12 years old, she's 50 
safety now. I mean, it never went across the Causeway Bridge until about two years ago. And because <laughs> we were going from South Shore to North Shore to Mandeville to, to something going on, she will never go across that thing again. She's really? scared to yeah. death. But I don't know if is that the smooth side or the rough side. The smooth side is going is south going, to north. Going north. That's the smooth side. Yeah. Okay. Well, she won't even do that. Yeah. But still, it it, it does intimidate people. They get this yeah. like sense of um, like seaborne fear that mm. that people just don't get. Because if you especially if you've been on land for a while, people are just not around the water, and you on this bridge, and everything around you is water. You have no escape. Mm. It does get to you, and you have this. Right. These kind of false sense of like, how long is this going to go on? Or is it going to be land on the other side? You start getting, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, well, other than a body, a human body, what are some of the things that you know of that came out of the lake that might have been kind of strange? You said bull sharks. Uh, yeah, they got bull sharks. They had manatees. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure like in the 70s, they had fish with three eyes because it was polluted. You know, it was mm-hmm. crazy polluted back, yeah. then, back then. Um, now, what but, is the spillway? What is the, when they open the, okay, they have a spillway. Mm-hmm. It's called the Bonacary Spillway. And that's the first thing I saw when I moved to New Orleans. And I said, where the hell am I? Yeah. Um, Which now, is actually I-10. Right? Yes, it's I-10. Talking about I-10. It's I-10, yeah. yeah. Now, the spillway, how does that work? When they open it, they close it, they do this, they do that. What's the deal with the spillway? So whenever they have like all kind of rain up in the north, like Ohio and stuff like that goes into the, the tributaries of the Mississippi, mm-hmm. it'll flood places in Missouri and Arkansas. And okay. so we know that we getting all that runoff down here too. So we kind of have to prepare. There's two mm-hmm. big spillways. There's Marganza. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. And then there's the Bonnie Carey. So when they'll open up Marganza, that's when you kind of know like, Oh crap! You know it's, it. It could be big, and then if they happen to open up Bonacary, it goes through the Maripaw Swamp. So it's like a dam. Yeah, okay. essentially, essentially, it's like a dam okay. or a levee yeah. that they open up a lock. Right. Gotcha. And when they open up that lock, all that Mississippi River water goes through the, the Maripaw Swamp or uh-huh. Pinchak Swamp, and it goes into the into the estuary of Lake mm-hmm. Pontchartrain. So now, why do the fishermen get pissed when that happens? Oh, because I mean, they're displaced. Okay, mm. the, fa- the fish? The fish, yeah. <laughs> you know who else is so many little communities. I said the fishermen, not the fish. Oh, I thought you said the fish. <laughs> the fish, I, I don't know live. if the fish are pissed or not. <laughs> when they open that Morganza, it floods a whole area where people live, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not, ne- not necessarily. Because I knew somebody uh, in Baton Rouge who, who stayed there, I guess maybe not full-time, mm. but... They, you get a little bit of a notice, a warning. I think a couple days, maybe. Like we're going to be opening this, so yeah, what's crazy? Get your stuff together. Exactly. But the sad part, though, is the, the places that were there before they built it, because those got completely wiped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they and they did the same thing when they had the great flood in 27 down here in yeah. New Orleans. They blew up the levee on the Mississippi River down there in Saint Bernard, and mm-hmm. and like all kind of homes, people like tens of thousands of people really? were displaced because their homes were just flooded. They said, Hey, guess what? We're going to save the city. Mm-hmm. Y'all screwed though. Yeah, we'll, we'll find some place. There's always some casualties yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So exactly. now, so, so why do the fishermen get mad when they open the spillway? Does that like do something with the fish? Is that the pollution? I'm sure it does. I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm not a biologist right. or anything, but you can say, I don't know. You don't yeah. Know I'm, I'm, you know, I have no idea, but I'm, right. I'm assuming that it would kind of mess up all the the this, the water in the area, so it would cause a kind of a disturbance. Again, I'm no fisherman or biologist, mm-hmm. but um, there's a lot going on right now in terms of the the fishing industry down here. Mm-hmm. In terms of especially look with the the sea levels rising, that is going to completely right. take away all the freshwater marshes. Mm-hmm. But but normally, what happens though is is the freshwater would inundate more into land as as the 
salt water would intrude more, but the fresh water is coming up against levees and urban development. So it has no place to go. So it's just going to go and all the wildlife in there is going to die and certain fish, you know, um, all kind of fr- freshwater fish, right. they're just going to die and they won't be able to, to really get that, that wow. meat. That's crazy. Okay. Now, uh, let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is a city that is below sea level. If you're, if you're listening across the country or on TikTok all over the world, um, it's below sea level. So what they've told me over the years is, is that New Orleans is one big landfill. So now what happened? Somebody came here one day and it was just water and that's just, fill. How, do, how does a landfill work? Like how does that work? It was built in a bowl. Like, yeah. So how does landfill work? Who did it? Why did it? What, who, who decide what, what happened? There? And you heard a lot of that after Katrina because it flooded yeah. so bad yeah. and people like, should we even rebuild New Orleans? Remember yeah. that? That's yeah. actually talk around the country. Oh, hey, hey, every year they have a, a hurricane. It's always mm-hmm. talk about, should we rebuild Grand Isle? Mm-hmm. And guess what? They do. And it, it turns out well, great. Grand Isle is a whole different animal, it's baby. Whole, it's true. Yeah. They, um, do what, they do what they want to do. And that's <laughs> it. You're right. I know. You're right. Uh, um, but essentially, I mean, they had the, all the, the native tribes that we hear, like the Chitamacha, the Homas, okay. um, Atacapa, Chapatulas, all these native tribes. Native Americans. These are Native Americans. They were like, they were like uh, Native American, but they were black, right? Isn't that what they were? Or no? No, they were just all different colors. Okay. All right. Know, all different colors. There's were, some purple ones in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, they had some maroon. Yeah. You know, okay. they had Fish some food. blue, green. You know. <laughs> no, it's just like us. Okay. Um, but no, they, they just had these people um, in these tribes were all along the river because okay. the river is the highest point. Because every time exactly. it floods, it'll just yep. deposit mm-hmm. the sediments, right? So when the the French settled the area that is New Orleans, it was on um, high ground. And it was about three feet above sea level. Okay. So they would build the French Quarter. And as the population would rise, they would kind of clear out the cypress swamp. And they would drain it. Wow. And mm-hmm. they would just build on it. And once wow. you drain it for a while, it would just get kind of hard. Uh-huh. Then they would just keep doing that over and over and over again. But you'll see in places like um, like Irish Channel, they that wasn't built up enough. So every time it would rain, the the rainwater would just kind of course through the city streets, and it would look like a channels mm-hmm. like you see in Venice. So it would say mm-hmm. Irish Channel because of the people living there. So even the the way they would build the city kind of impacts the words that we use in the city today. And as you would kind of build further and further, you can't really tell it's gone as much of a dip as it does. And then okay. you, they're building on the opposite side on, on the South shore. And it just kind of met in the middle with mid city. And it was just kind of building <clears throat> from there, just draining the swamp. Mm-hmm. No kidding. No kidding. That's unbelievable. This guy is such a wealth of knowledge. I know. If he's younger, how, old, like, how old are you, Kyle? 32. He's 32 years 32. old. How does guy learn all this crap? I know. But you know, when you're young, you retain it. You, 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 yeah. you hear it and it stays in there where it flees us. He gets in and it just <laughs> freaking fleeting. freaking flees is what it does. Okay. So in case you're wondering, we're talking to Kyle Crosby, who's with uh, Louisiana Dread. And uh, we found him on TikTok. And uh, by the way, we're on live we on, TikTok, live on, on TikTok Kyle's TikTok page. Right and a little bit about our podcast. It's all over the road, New Orleans. That's Vic. I'm Ted. We have guests, and we just, you know, go back over the uh, older episodes if you want, and uh, you'll find something you may be interested in. Listen to them. Uh, we've got uh, how many episodes? 100, uh, about over 100, 150. But on our last show, Kyle, we actually had a live rugby scrum in the studio Yeah, with Carl Meyer of the New Orleans Gold. We had an actual scrum. We had to clear, you know, the desk on there, but it was fun. It was just <laughs> yeah, the three of us. Because we basically, everything we know about rugby has been learned learned. <laughs> By by <laughs> by being around Carl. Okay, all right. <laughs> Carl's taught us everything. I want to. I this is when I knew you were coming. I wanted to ask this. All right. Do you have any pirate stories? 
Oh, yeah. Because I love a good pirate story. Oh, yeah. dude. Man, we got all kind of pirate stories. Cause okay, give me a good so one. So my, my great seven times great grandfather is Louis Chicazola, who He's Italian. Italian from Genoa. Yeah. So Chicazola. Yeah. Chicazola. But he went by a name called Ne Coupe, okay. which is no-nos because he got it cut off in battle. <laughs> Okay. And he's no famous on Grand Isle in terms of like all kind of daiquiri shops are named after him all because okay. he, he mm-hmm. had his home base there and he was one of Jean, <laughs> uh, Jean Lafitte's lieutenants. So he, there was a long history, especially with the Battle of New Orleans and stuff he fought. Um, but there is rumor that when he, ha- this isn't a rumor, but he had uh, his house on the island at his big oak tree. And once the United States government wiped out Grand Terre, which was Jean Lafitte's stronghold, the pirate kind of um, central point moved to his house mm-hmm. in a way. So that oak tree had a little hidden hole in it that they'd have pirate mail in it. Now, it's since long gone from the storms and stuff, but there is rumor that there is still treasure buried out there. Really? Yeah. In Grand Isle? Not on the island itself, but, but in the <clears throat> marshes. And good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good, good luck, luck with luck. that. Probably, yeah. probably like 600 feet below all that soot now. God knows how, mm. how deep you go. But um, there's all kind of stuff. Um, they The one that, that a lot of people know about is the one with um, the blacksmith shop, Jean Lafitte's blacksmith shop. Right. Lafitte. Which is still stands today. Yeah. Yes. Was that, it's more in the Lake Charles area, right? No, that's right, right here. That's no. right here? It's too? in the, yeah, it's in the French Quarter. It's the quarter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it a bar now? Yeah, it's yeah, a bar. It's a bar yeah. But they it, it was his um his blacksmith shop and there is a a story that he found out that four of his privateers were stealing from him. Mm-hmm. And he finds out he under the guise of a of a promotion, he tells them to come to the blacksmith shop mm-hmm. and when they get there, he gets his other guys to close the doors and he lights the furnace and one by one he has their heads put in the furnace and he makes the other ones watch as it goes through. <laughs> And that's that's known to have a lot of activity there in terms of paranormal stuff. Because not only do we do actual like history and culture stories, yeah. we do folklore, which includes ghosts and vampires okay. and all this kind of paranormal. So you stuff. could tell a real ghost story compared to the ones that drive around uh, with the mules and they they make them up <laughs> right. down in the corner. If you, right. if you ever take a ghost story deal, believe me, these yeah. these people are making those stories up. Yeah, as they go along. <laughs> but if They're you want a real them. story, you got to go to TikTok and hear them from Kyle. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I, and I'm, I was walking down the street one day. <laughs> And I heard one of the tour guides say something mm-hmm. completely asinine about the, yeah. about Louisiana, and that's kind of was like, no, this I want to let's do this right if that's going to happen. So hey, yeah, I just wanted to bring it that's got to be one of those guys' worst nightmares to get a Kyle in their group, right? <laughs> You're talking about the story, a heckler. Kyle's like, uh, <laughs> excuse gotta, me. <laughs> when you talk about a real heckler, you, you would be it. I uh, actually gave uh, a couple tours, and after that, I was like, Did okay, yeah, uh, yeah, in the French mm-hmm. Quarter, it was uh, with Nightly Spirits. They do great stuff. That's why I, I like them because. They, mm-hmm. you know, they say go and, and tell the stories the way it happened because that's it's so much more interesting, y'all. And y'all know y'all listening yeah. here too. It's so so much history and so many different things happened throughout the course of time here. It's so cool to just hear the actual truth instead of this whatever sage from Wisconsin right. can make up. Yeah, you know, it's it's different. Yeah. Well, the, what's great about New Orleans is the cultures. It, it's a it's a blend of many cultures. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and and many things. So you said something about paranormal, uh, para, uh, normal and, stuff. Which, and paranoia. Yeah, paranoia too. We all have that. <laughs> yeah, we all have that. But um, of course, I was a big fan of the X Files uh, when it was on. But now, have you had experience with paranormal normal experiences uh, in New Orleans? Personally, no. No, okay. I haven't. 
Um, because I've been and I've walked all over the place in the quarters. I've tried as many different restaurants and bars that I can go into just so I could get their stories. So, you know, needs to be preserved. And that's that's something that I learned the hard way with my grandparents. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't get them. They didn't record. They were poor. You know, they didn't record any of the stories they would tell me. So it was all just kind of through my in my head. And I was, you know, how beneficial that would be. And if every family had that, that they could record these old stories and then have it into a big digital library. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Swamp Monster. You know, I got to ask you about him. And that's right. You're in neck of the woods. That's in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in French, he's the... The, the Rougarou. Rougarou. Teddy, El. he's the Rougarou. You know what Teddy he is in Italian? Rougarou? In Italian, he's the Pabach. Okay. Okay. But now you say he's nothing like a Bigfoot. The Bigfoot's like a dryer. He's a, he's a mountain thing, Correct. apparently. Yeah. Now, this guy is a swamp monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you know about the Rougarou? It started... Now, the, the legend starts way back in France with the lycanthrope, this werewolf type of when... Okay. So it's called the L-O-U-P, loop garou. So, but when you say it in French, it's the rougarou. rougarou. So, so over time, down here, you have the l turn into the r. So it's rougarou, 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 rougarou. So <laughs> when I first got the golden medal, look, Teddy, I got the golden medal and started meeting people. They would tell me about this thing. They would say, dude, what? Are you? The rougarou is going to get you. We're going to stick the yeah. rougarou. Like they, like they had control like they over had this control thing. control the rougarou. Yeah. Scared the living crap out of me. Am I saying it right? Rougarou? You could just say rougarou. Yeah, you rougarou. Yeah, because yeah. you can't roll your tongue like yeah, I can. Like rougarou. You, you got it. Yeah, yeah, you got I got it. that down. Yeah. All right, so. Um, but the, the the word origins is you have lu, meaning moon mm-hmm. or not and then garu meaning person who shapeshifts uh, i'm sorry lu is, uh, is a wolf and then person who shapeshifts so okay it's werewolf and there's a, a couple different uh, ways that you can turn into one or you become one one is obviously if, if someone puts a hex on you um another one is if you are very catholic because with this whole city whole state is very catholic yeah, very at least catholic. south louisiana is very catholic you break your linton penance for seven years in a row, that's it. You turn into Rugaru. Really? Now, if you also, if you get bit, scratched, any type of contact like that, that kind of draws blood, you can't tell anyone that it was a Rugaru that did that to you for a year and a day. Okay. Or else you turn or you'll into turn into Rugaru yourself. Yeah. So there's many Rugarus. Hmm. Of course, yeah. There's not just yeah. one, and that's oh. that's a, a big common Correct. misconception. So too, the Rugaru isn't like some seven eight foot thing. Oh yeah, it's seven feet tall. It's okay. a, it's a it's a big wolf. So if I were to become the Rugaru, I'd get taller. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that a bit. <laughs> Is that where you got the name? The a radio name, Big Ragu? Uh, big maybe because he used to be Big Ragu. The Rugaru. I should have been the Rugaru. I should have been the Rugaru. I should have been the Rugaru. I freaking screwed that up. Yeah, something like could have been the rest of my radio career. So you so so he's a big monster, and there could be multiple monsters. Now, do you know of anyone that said they ever saw one? Oh yeah, you do. Okay, well tell me that. Who is this person? Do you have stories on TikTok? There's these people. No, no, I haven't. I haven't had stories on them. These are people. I think TikTok. Would you like to see a Rugaru special? Yes, yeah. you would. There's a little special you, oh, yeah. with Kyle yeah. Crosby. Um, so, I mean, there's so many people that's claimed mm-hmm. to have seen one. Um, most notably, I had a teacher, and they were telling a story. That, this is Grand Isle High? No, this is South Lafouche High. South Lafouche. I used to do the South Lafouche games with John Starr. Come on. I used to do South Lafouche 
Football games. Football. Hey, go and, Tarpons. I love Poisson, baby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I had a teacher that said that they saw some some red eyes, you know, of the Rougarou and when they were doing stuff in the back swamps by the Tidelands. Wow. Um, I've had people say that they were by a cemetery uh, in Ascension Parish, and they, they saw what looked like a big dog. All right. But then they mm. get close and its eyes are glowing, you know, all these different kind of stories. I've this this isn't like a one punch pony. This is I mean, you've heard it oh, I've heard back of, in the day. Oh, definitely. I mean, when I was yeah. growing up, my grandma said that I better be inside by a certain time or the Rugaru's gonna get me, or if I'm bad, it's gonna pinch your toes yeah. while he's sleeping, you know, that kind well, of Well, when I was down there, it was during the time uh this was like nineteen eighty eighty, eighty one. All yeah. right, was when I was down there. And this is when all the Vietnamese fishermen started coming in. Mm-hmm. All right. And so the the story was, is that they put a hex on these fishermen that came into Lafouche Parish. And the hex was that the Rougarou was, and, and a lot of them kept, ended up missing. They, these were actual people that were ending up missing. Mm-hmm. That the Rougarou was the one that was taking all these Vietnamese fishermen. He was responsible. He was responsible for that. Wow. And that. And that was like, I was going, wow. I mean, you know, these people believed it. Mm-hmm. They weren't just, I mean, they, it's not like they were like, ha, 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 telling a story. Yeah. So they believed their eyes are all wide. Oh, yeah. And you go them. online and they have people that, that submit mm-hmm. stories and like tiger droppings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You'll see them go into the long details. I've had people email me and get tell me stories about that they were walking on the street and they just yeah. turned around, they see something and they freak out and the Ruga runs 100%. So well, when so when anything happens that's unexplainable, it's a rogue. It's a rogue. Yeah, I Rougarou. think it's just safe to at least say that. <laughs> you know, just if anything, just sense. blame it on that. Yeah, that's funny. But I mean, it's not the only the only monster we got down here. Yeah, and that's when when doing my research. Okay. Every little part of the state has their own kind of unique cryptid because mm-hmm. you got uh, Slide L and the North Shore that mm-hmm. has the Honey Island Swamp Monster. The Honey Island Swamp Monster. I've been to the Honey Island Swamp. Yeah. yeah. It's like a tourist attraction. I never heard about the monster there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? That's, that one's probably almost as famous as the Rugaru because they had uh, footage of it. Mm-hmm. They had a guide who, who went and did plaster of the footprints and stuff that it would create. And the, But the theory about the Honey Island Swamp Monster is that there was a train. Uh-huh. Carrying, um, it was a circus that was coming into New Orleans. Okay, and it derailed in the swamp, and the chimpanzees that they had for the circus escaped into the swamp. Yeah, and they started to interbreed with the alligators. Get the heck and out! Thing, Get out! Of and here. this thing just emerged <laughs> that is half alligator, half wow. chimp. That's just you know big, strong beast in the swamp, and that's an alligator that can climb a tree. That's it. That's something. And then run fast on on two legs. Yeah, it's it's, it's scary. Well, you know, if me and Teddy were in that situation, we were being attacked, uh, you know, how fast would you need to run to get away? Well, Mm. the answer to that is I just need to run a little faster than Teddy. (laughs) I'll be safe. Believe me, I don't think I can. I I think I'd lose that race. I think, okay, you talk, I want to talk a little bit about the Superdome because you know you have a wealth of knowledge of that. So we're going to talk about that and take a quick break. We'll be right back with the lovely and talented Kyle Crosby on All Over the Road, the podcast. We'll be right back. A one-of-a-kind podcast. It's All Over the Road, New Orleans, with the king of all podcasting, Victor Del Giorno. The Tish are very violent swamp monsters that reside in the denser, more remote parts of the swamp. The origin dates back to early Native American folklore, and the legend says that they come from babies who were given up at birth to be raised by alligators. Now, these abandoned babies grow up to worship crocodile and alligator-like gods. Besides being around seven feet tall, the Latish can first be recognized by the swampy stench. They're known to lay buku eggs, but one grows faster than the other and eats its siblings. 
Latish have layers, and in the layers they'll have altars surrounded by alligator teeth. And they have rituals around the new moon. So listen to your mama and don't bring your boat where you're not supposed to go. We thank our sponsors. They keep us going. They do, Teddy. Yes, they do. They do keep us going. Keep the money flowing, and if, Kyle. You know what? If we don't thank them, the Rugaroo will, the Ruga Ruga will come and get their asses. So, get us. <laughs> we're here live on Tic Tac with Kyle Crosby. Uh, and Kyle, he said Tic Tac. Uh, okay, uh, Tic Tac. Tic Tac. I just close. I could it's use close. a Tic Tac right now. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Crosby has got a an entity yeah. called Louisiana Dread, and he's a wealth of knowledge. He's a fun guy. You can yeah. find him on um, Tic Tac. And uh, I, do you put your stories to other places besides Tic Tac? Yeah, Where I, on Instagram. You, <laughs> oh, okay. YouTube. Is our, our big one that we go okay, into I was much say longer? YouTube. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we'll TikTok is good for short term videos and stuff, ah, as y'all mm-hmm. know. But YouTube is really where we can go in more detail. Do you know Todd Masson, the Swamp Man? I do not. He's a fisherman. He's been on the show. He's, they yeah. call him they call him the Swamp Man. He's on YouTube. He's making a living on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does. So yeah. is this what you do? Is this your full time? Yeah, job? Uh, this it's and just... I also do work in the film industry here. And okay, uh, okay. so a little bit back and forth. Whenever I'm yeah. not there doing that, I can come out and, and do stuff. Well, right I'm about ready to get the social six veneers, four on the top, two on the bottom, and maybe you can get me a part. I'm looking to break into the movie business. Yeah, man. Give me a headshot resume. There you go. No, I got a connection. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So the Louisiana Superdome. All right. We're the yeah, Saints Saints uh, season. Saints season is here. Who that yeah. baby? That's right. So, uh, yeah, I did see one of the, your stories. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, this- before you do that, I heard this. This is what I hear about the Superdome. What'd you hear? All right. There is some uh, voodoo queen that apparently put a hex on the Superdome and that's why the Saints sucked for many, many years, because it was built on top of a cemetery. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> I knew it wasn't. No. Oh, well. um, I think my daddy told me that one. That's why it's not true. My dad told me. <laughs> there you go. Of course. Mm-hmm. When, he's, when his mouth's moving, he's lying. All right, go ahead. There's some, some parts of that are true. Some parts of it are. Okay. Um, the, the whole voodoo thing, a lot of the stories, especially that originated in New Orleans, gets a little bit of dash of voodoo thrown in it because it has, uh, to the rest of the country, it's a very spooky thing, but it's mm. really just a religion, like any, any other religion. And it, it does have some kind of concepts that may be spooky to some other religions back and forth. It's not nothing malicious or evil in a sense. What happens with the Saint sucking is probably the management. But <laughs> in, in, but in the, the story goes, and what actually happened is they had a big cemetery. It was an all-Protestant cemetery. Because okay. like we mentioned before, that this place is very Catholic. So when these Catholics would die, they'd all be buried in a Catholic cemetery. And then Protestants, as more Americans would come and settle, they would be in the Protestant cemetery, which was on Gerard Street. Okay. Massive cemetery. So when they would construct in the dome, that was the location they chose, and they just started exhuming the bodies. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to meet a, a deadline, and they just said, to hell with it. Not all right. these bodies are exhumed. So they started building it, and they were like, okay, they still have bodies underneath this thing. So that was the the myth and the lore as to why the saints were awful is because it's just all these dead Bodies still are yeah. just there, you know, yeah. and they just hear that they can't get any <laughs> rest. You hear the rumbles. Right. Like, only in New Orleans they would do something like that. Yeah, now I do believe that. I mean, that's actual fact because there was a cemetery <clears throat> there, yeah. and the, yeah. and the bodies that they exhumed, they uh, presumably moved. Right. And uh, you know, of course, uh, the Protestants being the minority here, they said let's move. But the, but that was the prime location. You know, they the yeah. I ten went right through right through there. So that is the true story on the Superdome. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, so now you have, a, you have a wealth of stories. You have all these stories in your head, in your young 32-year-old head that retains information, unlike us, Ted. Right. 
give us your best story. Ooh, give us or, or just give us give us a Ooh, Hall of tough, Fame huh? story for the people live on TikTok and the people here listening all over the world. The podcast, give hit us right on. Hit us with your best um, shot. So, <clears throat> y'all been to Lacombe, Louisiana? I have on the North Shore. Yeah, it's uh, between is it between Slidell and. Um, Hammond? At Mandeville, yeah. Mandeville area. Yeah, yeah. Right in between that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a little cemetery right right there. And um I forget what it was called. Oh, um it starts with an F. I forget what it's called. Is it, oh, by, Fountain is, is, it by, is it by a church or no? No, it's okay. Fountain, Fountain Blue Cemetery. By the okay. state park then. No, it's, no. it's okay. well, it's it's there is a Fountain Blue State Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's in Mandeville. It's in Mandeville. Yeah, so it's, you're it's, talking about it's in the same road. Look so home. yeah, all right, okay. Um, Look home. They yeah. this was in the early '80s. Okay, all right. Now this this guy's driving on the road mm-hmm. late at night, and he had to slam on his brakes because there was a, a tombstone in the middle of the road, and he's like, oh, you know, is this like a prank or something? And it's like three o'clock in the morning. He's not stopping, getting out. So he keeps going. Now, mind you, Lacombe's not built up the way it is today. Built up, quote unquote. Yeah, if anybody yeah. been there, there's like 10 houses. But back then, <laughs> it had like two. You know, So um, he goes to the police station just to kind of inform them of th- that there's an obstruction. So the sheriff goes out, no tombstone. But a deputy eight miles down the road swerved out the way because of a tombstone in the mm-hmm. middle of the road. So the next day... Um, they write the report down. They said, you know, just to kind of cover their behinds. And the a deputy is on patrol that night, and he sees the <clears throat> tombstone in the middle of the road, but it's standing upright. And he read the report the night before, and he's a little, he's like me, he's a little capon, so he's a little like, scared, right? So, <laughs> so it was laying flat, and then somehow it was standing up like it would be in a cemetery, in the cemetery, in the middle of the road, in the middle of the road, in Lacombe, Louisiana. <laughs> Okay. So he doesn't get out the car. He puts his bull eye on on it, and he's just writing a report. And he looks up, gone. It's laying against the gate of the cemetery. Hmm. And then he, you know, that's kind of weird. So he went back. I, I wasn't going to get out. That's for sure. You know, I'm sure he wouldn't. So the sheriff, after hearing the deputies telling all the stories, he's going to take matters in his own hands. But he doesn't see it when he goes until finally he sees it. In the middle of the road, he gets out, takes it, put it, puts it in his trunk. Okay, brings it to the sheriff's station, and puts it in a shed, locks it, and <clears throat> taking notes, calls the curator of the cemetery, the caregiver, and um, the caregiver is not familiar with it off the top of his head and stuff, uh, but he's going to help him kind of find the family to see, you know, what they can do with this. Okay, caretaker comes back, says he, he hasn't found the family, but the lore behind what the the tombstone itself the guy was a um a, a landowner in Lacombe a long time ago and he was um very abusive to the natives that were staying there at the time okay so when they buried him they put him next to this big oak tree and they said okay well, we're gonna I'm, the sheriff's like i'm gonna go back to the location i'm gonna get your name i'm gonna get all this kind of stuff down leaves the tombstone at the sheriff's It's all locked up. All it's locked secure, up. locked up. It's not going anywhere. Correct. Okay. He's on his way to the cemetery, and on his radio, the um, the deputy at the sheriff's station says, hey, uh, the caregiver called back and said that the tombstone is at the cemetery already. And he said, go check in that, go check in that shed. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it's gone. 
And let me finish it. And the name on the tombstone was Harry Houdini. Is that right? Is that right? Uh, can we make it more French? Harry yeah. Houdini? Houdini? Harry Houdini? That's so, amazing. Yeah, and, and to this day, um, it hasn't moved again. They, they really? exhumed the body. They buried it in an unmarked location. And the tombstone just, whatever, it, it mm-hmm. wanted to get back in that cemetery. Mm-hmm. But it just couldn't because it just kept get, appearing next to the, the gate. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I thought I would have heard well before I started researching this, right? Because that's a pretty cool story. But no chance. Just just looking it up in the old archives and stuff. It's it's interesting. So you've done a video on that, or no? Yeah, um, yeah. That's another place you could see on us YouTube. on. Uh, yeah, you got to check out his videos, everybody, because yeah. they're very well produced, and he's got like maps and different kind of uh, yeah. you know uh, visual aids. We're on location every yeah. everything we talk about, and yeah. also on Patreon, Patreon.com. You could search up search Louisiana Dread. We give out exclusive videos on that, and that's one of the videos that goes in well more in depth. All the videos will we try to make them at least like five to six minutes or so to be more detailed. Um, and on the Patreon, we also have a little podcast that we do pertaining to each okay, episode okay. we do. Mm. Uh, but that's again, that's just for Patreon. But on YouTube, it's it's all kind of stuff that we're going to be coming up soon, like with the estates. We're going to every these major buildings and stuff, just telling the history of the buildings, um, the women of Storyville. We're going to tell all kind of evil oh, cool. people in Louisiana history, these serial killers and murderers, things like that, telling wow. the, their stories. We want to have you back. We have you back. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because I know you got a, a whole lot more stories. Oh, yeah. We'll have you back. But now, Do you have any stories on uh, like politics? You know, politics, Louisiana politics. Yeah, what's the deal That's the scariest Long- subject. That's scary right there. What about the Huey P. Longbridge? I heard that that was like uh, 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 just a, a, you know what, a cluster, you know what. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow uh, Huey P. Long skimmed money, or how did, how did the Huey P. Long bridge go? Because now they've fixed it up. It's kind of nice now. But. Yeah, I'm not sure mm-hmm. about him skimming money, but I do know that when it was terrifying driving on it. it oh, was, what, it was, when yeah, I used to horrible. work down the bike, that's how you have to drive there. Oh, my God. There's no Luling Bridge. Right. right. It was yeah. it's terrifying. And But they started building it on either side of the river at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when they met, the river had shifted its course. <laughs> So they had to make that's dude, only in Louisiana. I knew right an there. engineer working on that too. Yeah. I knew a guy. So you yeah. drive it and you just have the whoa, you know, you yeah. have that little curve yeah, all yeah. of a sudden. That's crazy. You know, the old bridge in Baton Rouge is still like that. Real, the, not oh, the, yeah, not the one downtown, the one that's on 190, I think. Right. That right. goes, it's just like mm. the old Huey P. Long in New Orleans. It's that's still, the Sunshine Bridge? No. No. no it's this is in Baton Rouge, but on the in North Baton Rouge. Crosses the river, right, right, yeah, yeah. So that was the deal. So, the, so why did it? So why was it like that? Did, why was the the bridge built like that and not built properly, or where you could comfortably drive across? It? Just we're in Louisiana, bro. It's <laughs> like there's some there's yeah. some kind of way. There's somebody that gets their hands on something here, yep. and they're gonna ruin it for their own benefit. So your stories are, you know, mainly New Orleans, South Louisiana. How far do you go? In the we state? just we just did one on the Great Raft, which is in Shreveport, and that's the thing that I want to get out. This it's Louisiana dread. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm in New Orleans, and know, I'm yeah. from down to buy, and I'm well, right so out. Much so much stuff there. here, there's right? Some, yeah, so much history. So we go um, whenever we hit milestones on on YouTube, when a certain amount of followers, we'll go to Alexandria. We just went to Natchitoches and we filmed all kind of stuff in Natchitoches. Yeah. We went to Shreveport. We did the same. So we're coming to like small towns too like Tallulah mm-hmm. and Sulphur these random little towns and telling the history of that too it's just going to take us some time yeah. got to get the Louisiana Dreadmobile gassed up well you know Alexandria <laughs> one thing about Alexandria is and this is no joke it's the fast food capital of the world every fast food chain known to man <laughs> is in Alexandria and they still have a Captain D's 
Remember Captain C's seafood? Seafood. Oh, Captain God, D, yeah. It was yeah. a little drive through seafood joint. It's trash, but, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's it's nice. Well, you they know, won't be a sponsor anytime soon. Well, no, probably not. <laughs> but that's okay. But that's the deal with, with Alexander. Yeah. Okay, now here comes the big question. Teddy and I have a big question for you, okay? And all the people on TikTok are witnessing it here live. And here is the big question. Uh, it's kind of personal. It's a personal question. Kind of it personal. So. No, I am wearing pants. Yeah. Uh, the personal question is this. Now we're gonna we take these um, podcasts and we record them here at the Coin Trader Studios, and then Teddy does his magic and he'll bring it back to the studio and he'll edit it and take any you know mistakes out, and then he'll play little clips of some of your uh, uh, videos. So we will have little actualities with you, like we go to take a break and we'll play a little clip, we'll play a commercial, you know. So it's, it's re- you got to listen to a pod. They're very very well done. Yeah. But here's the question we have for everyone that's been on the show. And you probably have more followers than anyone we've ever had on this show, I think. And, 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 yeah, I think probably so. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. You're right. Will you share the show? Of course. So? It was that easy, Teddy. You did. You said that he answered very This quickly. Kyle Cosby guy, it was that darn easy. He says, oh, of course. He will share the he show. He will oh, share yeah. the show. He will share the show. <sighs> And then we got to get this. We got to get this and put it on our uh, Facebook page yeah. or something like that. But no, so, Kyle, listen, definitely we want to have you back. Of course. Yeah, because this is, you know, like an yeah, hour flew like, by. Uh, yeah. Oh, we could spend hours. You know, I'm, you'll never run out of content. No, it's the best thing about Louisiana. There's so much to talk <laughs> so about. So, was the last time you've been down to Grand Isle? <laughs> this past weekend for Tarpon. This past week, okay. Yeah. We talked mm. for Tarpon Rodeo. Uh, it was fun. Good time. Yeah. yeah it's the, I got to get back people. down there. Yeah. I got to get back down you there. You got to, man. It's good. I haven't been down there in a while. Go check out Yums and go to Bridgeside. Okay. Those are new. I those because I haven't been down. Oh, geez. Last I, I think the last time I was down there was just a little after Katrina. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so you it's been a long time. Go check it out because they got um, Island Dollar down there. Got all the things you need. They got yums that can feed you. Bridgeside can launch. Is Randolph still there? You. Randolph's restaurant? No. Okay. I mean, it was probably it's in Golden Meadow. I haven't seen. Yeah. It. It's probably not. Oh, I have so no it's idea. gone. Oh, they have the best food. There. I don't Man, know. I mean, they awesome. might. Hey, I have no idea. I haven't been to the to the front row in Golden Meadow. I just kind of. I make my 50 miles an hour in the back road, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. A, not one mile per hour over, y'all. If anybody's going to Grand Isle here, no, never. 50 to miles per hour means 50 miles yeah. per hour. And when you go in oh, LA, once you go to the meadow, it's 25. On the front road, yeah. Yeah, the front really? road. Yeah, yeah no, the back road. See, the back road was getting put in when I was there. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, for those of you, that, and we got a lot of listeners mm-hmm. down the bayou. Remember, especially those wrestlers, yeah. uh, those troll guys? They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They live yeah. down there. And uh, I was when I moved down there, um, it was a complete culture shock, obviously. And um, I was taken in by a family that was, uh, and I mean, literally taken in. I would eat dinner there every night. I'd fall asleep on their couch. It was crazy. <laughs> it was it was Manny and Etris Dufresne. Manny and Etris Dufresne. Etris uh, was a home a, a love, just a wonderful woman. Manny was a trapper. All right, and they had two kids, Jonathan, okay, and Kelly. All right, now, Etris tragically was killed on LA1 when a boat came off a trailer and came through her car. Damn. Yeah, it was, and, and to this day, her funeral was the funeral to this day. I lost it. I lost it at this funeral. I mean, I loved this woman, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, you know, she was family to me, and I just didn't know her that long before. I think I knew, well, I had moved away, and so by the time uh, that happened to her, I, I had known her about five or six years. They came to my wedding and all that kind of stuff, because of course I invited them. And uh, Kelly, who uh, was a few years younger than me, real attractive young lady, although she had, a, and this is not a, a minus, but she had a child, and she was a single mom. And back in those days, that's different than it is now. You know, in the 80s, a single mom was a lot different. So they were trying to hook me up with 
with Kelly. Of course, that number happened, and she was tragically murdered um, in the early 90s. So, and then, and then Jonathan, I think, ended up in prison. So it was a lot of tragedy with that family, but they were the most wonderful, warmest people. And when you go down the bayou, and of course, you know, I know that Grand Isles and Grant and Jefferson Parish, but it's really, a, it's Lafouche. Yeah. You know, the kids go to South Lafouche. Um, but uh, when you go down there, these people are the most genuine people. But let me tell you something. They're going to like you or they're not. <laughs> and if they don't, it's just it's probably a good idea to pack up and go somewhere else. <laughs> for the most part. But, we, I, 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 you know, I'd love to come down there, even come down to Grand Isle, because I've been, I, it's been a long time since I've been to the rodeo. I know I missed it this year, but I'd like to come down there and see you. We want to have you back on the show. Uh, it's been very interesting. And uh, thank you so much for coming, really. Oh, no problem. It's been my pleasure. It was awesome. Yeah. Fun time. And, uh, you know, you can catch him on YouTube. You can catch him on TikTok. Uh, it's Louisiana TikTok. Dread. And yeah. he's just got story after story after story. He's Kyle Crosby, and, you know, we know him, we love him, we can't absolutely live without him. So, so thank you, Kyle. So, Kyle, um, maybe uh, when you go do something else or something, we'll, we'll have you on. Awesome. So when you go, when you, or, or if you're doing something like around here where you're doing a live shoot, let us know and we'll show up. Right yeah. on. Or something. We want to keep him, Teddy, keep in close contact with him. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Please. That sounds good. Yeah, just let us know. For sure. This is the theme yeah. song. What do you think of this, Kyle? Oh, I, all the time. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> Hello to everybody at TikTok. Thirty thousand some Thanks people. Thanks for watching. I, my God, I think I'm, I think I'm nervous or something. I've never, <laughs> I've never been in front of thirty thousand. Oh no, I have been. When I ran on the field at the last Tiger game, my pants fell down. I oh, did yeah, one yeah, other yeah. time. All the road is a production yeah. of the All Over the Road Podcast Network for Ted Semper yeah. and Kyle Crosby. This is Victor Del Giorno, the king of all podcasting, saying we'll see you next time on All Over the Road the podcast. Share it with a friend. Sharing is caring. Remember, that's true. I wouldn't lie to you. If I'm lying, I'm dying. When grits ain't groceries, eggs ain't poultry, and Mona Lisa's a man. See you ain't dying. Let's say let me go. Who lay? Come up with Coin Trader Studios to bring in it live. And who am I? I go by the name of Darkest Night. And Jada Hoyos is the one who brings a sick beat. To which we're getting pumped for topics this week. Cause I need to grab my great soda and take a sip. While I turn it over to Katie, Nick's head and Vic. It's all over. We're all over the road. We got a brand new show. So just lo and behold. From the bayou to the city to the burps of the swamps. You better know what time it is when you're hearing that. See everybody on TikTok. That's it, man. Hey, am I too old? To, all over the road. Let me ask you something. Am, uh, am I too old to be on TikTok? Of course. Not. Here at All Over the Road, we want to know about your special event. If you have a special event coming up or something that we might find interesting or might want to pass along to our listeners, we want to hear about it. It's real simple. You can go to our 24-hour listener line, 601-66, or you can DM us. Huh? DM. That's right. Direct message on Instagram or Facebook and send us a screenshot saying that you subscribe to the show and we'll get you a, a t-shirt or a sticker. Yeah, we got a lot of these t-shirts and they're fantastic. If you've seen any of our live streams, you'll see us sporting them. And uh, we definitely want to get it that way. So we definitely want to spread the word. And we definitely want to get you all geared up so that you can represent. Heard me? Heard you. All Over the Road, New Orleans is brought to you by Coin Trader Inc. Mind your money.